Hey, sweet mama, do you want to feel patient and calm with your children? Are you sick of constantly overreacting, yelling, and even experiencing mom rage with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night consumed with mom guilt and remorse for your words and actions with your kids? Do you wish you could have daily alone time to feel restored and connect with God? There is a way to take care of yourself guilt-free and show up as a calm, patient, and kind mama to your kids. Hey, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a stress coach for Christian moms. I'm a wife, a mom of four, and the daughter of the king. Want to know how to become present, peaceful, and calm mama? I'm about to teach you how to connect with God, master your mindset, set healthy boundaries, and be in control of your emotions. My friend, I pray that this podcast blesses you. I'm Elizabeth, and you are listening to Emotionally Healthy Legacy Podcast. Okay, I absolutely had to share with you how my morning went today with the kids. (sighs) Deep breath. I think I can laugh about it now. But in the midst of it, it wasn't so funny to laugh about because our whole morning was really chaotic because of something that my kids did. And so I did everything in my part for the morning to go as smooth as possible. But here's the thing. I went, I got my kids breakfast and I went into my room to get changed. My second son comes in and he's like, hey, mom, Ethan is owes me $10, but he doesn't want to give it to me. I'm like, okay, what happened? He's like, Ethan, the oldest, he's 11 years old. And Matthew is eight years old. And he's like, Matthew says, Ethan told me that if I step on a booger on the floor, he will give me $10. I stepped on a booger and now he does not want to give me the $10. I'm like, oh goodness, for Pete's sake. I come out and I say, Ethan, did you tell Matthew that you're going to give him $10 if he stepped on a booger? Ethan's like, no, I said 10 cents. I could see that he was lying. And then Philip is almost six and he was sitting there and he was just observing. And I said, Philip, what did Ethan say? Did Ethan say $10 or 10 cents? Because Matthew is confident it is ten dollars because Matthew would not do it for ten cents my Matthew is he's probably going to be an entrepreneur he's so good with like figuring easy ways to earn money so he would totally do this and so Philip is like Ethan actually said ten dollars so I look at Ethan again I'm like Ethan are you lying to me did you say ten dollars he's like well I don't really remember Okay, I know he said $10 if he phrased it like that. I said, you know what, Ethan? Take off $10 off your chore chart, $10 that I owe you, and shift it over to Matthew's you know, chore chart and add $10 there. So Ethan did that, but he was not happy about it. I think he was more frustrated with himself that he got himself in this mess. And we've told them before not to have competitions and agreements like this because it's really silly because they end up saying something to their sibling, their sibling does it, and then they're like, oh yeah, I'm not going to pay you. I was just kidding. And it's like, no, if you said you're going to pay him, you should pay him. And especially if it's like something reasonable, obviously if he's at like $100 or $1,000, you know, you can't do that. But anyways... So Ethan is kind of frustrated with himself and he just like shows a nasty face to Matthew. And then Philip goes to his room to get some socks to get dressed and out the door. 
Well, guess what? Philip cannot find his socks. I accidentally put him in Matthew's clean laundry basket. So Philip thinks Matthew did that. So he's all upset at Matthew. And now he's screaming and yelling at Matthew and freaking out. <sighs> and he's chasing Matthew around the house in a circle. So I finally stopped Philip. I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, he took my socks. He, you know, you know, they had, they were in his basket. I said, Hey, I did that by accident. When I brought the clothes in there, it was dark at night. I mixed up the baskets. Everything is okay. Just take the socks. Matthew goes out of the garage and into the car. As he was heading in there, there was a big pathway without anything on the ground. Somehow he went next to Ethan's bike and he dropped Ethan's bike or pushed it or whatever he did on purpose, maybe because Ethan showed him a face earlier. Um, and so maybe he was dysregulated and he did that. He gets into the car. Ethan is obviously watching all that play out. He gets really mad. And Ethan is my preteen. Lately, there's been a lots, lots of attitude and disrespect <laughs> coming out. Maybe if you have a preteen boy, you might relate. And just like things coming out with attitude. And so we had constantly have to work on that. Like, is there another way to say this? Um, and <laughs> so Ethan is rude and disrespectful to Matthew and tells him to go back and pick up the bike. Matthew just shows a face at Ethan. Ethan gets upset with Matthew and shoves his backpack that Matthew was wearing and his, you know, as Matthew was getting into the car. And Matthew was holding a plate with his bagel that had jam on it. Well, guess what? Matthew drops the bagel with jam, you know, jam side down in the car on the floor. And now he can't eat it. And so he's super upset. He comes into the house and he's like screaming and saying, Ethan pushed me. He, you know, he made my bagel fall on the floor. And I'm trying to get Philip out the door because Philip is still upset about the socks and the baby's already strapped in the car. Oh my goodness, all of this, all of this is happening within like literally three minutes. All of this is playing out. I get in the car and I'm like, let's all buckle. And on the way to school, you guys can share your sides of the story. And I'm like, okay, who did what wrong? Where did you go wrong? What you could have done differently? What did you do wrong? What you could have done differently? But my goodness, in five minutes, like this whole morning got so chaotic because of a booger that was on the ground and my oldest thought of no idea funny idea to get his middle brother to step on a booger and like told him he'll get pay him ten dollars so if your morning was a little bit chaotic with the kids i can relate and i understand what it's like when you do everything you can from your perspective and the kids still you know make their own choices and things can go a little silly and crazy it's funny to talk about it now, but in the heat of the moment, when you're rushing out the door and trying to get into school on time, it's not so funny. Hey friend, I wanted to share with you something exciting. I'm doing a flash sale for my birthday this month. So for the next few days, you can get one of my courses for half off. Normally it's $99. Right now it's $49. So you want to be more patient and calm with your kids, but you feel like it's so hard and you wake up reacting to your days. So much frustration on a daily basis. 
Listen, my course, Emotionally Healthy Mom, will teach you how to get to the root of your stress, how to control your controllable stressors. I will teach you how to prioritize your needs without guilt and show you how to calm your nervous system and communicate your emotions and needs in a healthy way. Let's make motherhood a place you enjoy living in and set a positive example for your kids and not a place of survival and dread. So come into Emotionally Healthy Mom course so I can show you how to ditch the overwhelm, burnout, and stress so you can become a patient and calm mama. Link is in the show notes to sign up. The flash sale ends on April 10th. Okay, let's get into 10 ways to lower your stress today. I'm going to go through these pretty quickly. I won't go into super depth because I've had episodes that go deeper on this. Okay, ask for help. I've had an episode recently all about asking for help. And if you feel guilty, go listen to that episode. That one is specifically for you. When we ask for help, when we feel overwhelmed and stressed out, that reduces that overwhelm and stress. Okay. Number two is say no to commitments that drain you. If you're overcommitted, if you're overscheduled, if you're stretched too thin, you will be stressed and overwhelmed and reactive. This is an action step that is in your control that you can do something. Say no to commitments that drain you. Number three is go to bed earlier. Sometimes that lines up with asking for help and saying no to certain commitments, saying, no, I'm sorry, we can't attend this event tonight because you don't feel well, or you need that break, or you want to go to bed earlier because sleep is that crucial for our stress. If you want the stress hormone to calm down, for that cortisol to calm down, you need sleep. Okay. I'm talking about six to eight hours of sleep, my friend, like good sleep, not a bunch of interruptions. Okay. Number four is journal brain dump. I call it emotional vomiting. If you've ever feel super stressed out and overwhelmed, one of the things that you can do is take out a piece of paper. I have a journal that I keep and you just emotionally vomit everything that's weighing you down, everything that's hard, everything that's frustrating you, everything that's annoying you, anything you need to do, everything that's in your mind, just get it down on paper. Sometimes it'll take you half an hour. You will feel so much lighter and better afterwards. Okay. Number five is go on a walk and move your body, preferably outside. Okay. Fresh air is really good for your lungs. Go on a walk right now. It's spring. It's warmer getting in most of the States. Go on a walk, my friend. You need it for your mental well-being, for your emotional well-being. And guess what? Another thing I do is I vent and have a pretend conversation with a friend or with my husband if I'm upset with him, or I have a conversation with God and I vent to him as I'm walking. So I'm releasing stress in two ways, okay? Number six is eat some nutritious foods. Sometimes when we're stressed out, we don't eat. We just kind of like neglect some of our needs and we just go, 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 go all the time. Say no to something, to a commitment. For your mental and emotional well-being, just say, I love you. I can't show up for this thing. I know I said I'm going to show up, but I have too much on my plate right now and I have to say no, okay? Say no. And you can either go and buy yourself something good, or you can make, if you enjoy cooking, make yourself a nutritious meal and actually slow down, sit and like eat. And if it's nice enough outside, go sit outside, look at the birds, listen to, you know, 
to the wind and just be without your phone, without your phone. Our phones are so distracting. Leave it in a different part of the house. You know what? I've actually done this. I've done this with my kids. When my husband is working uh, late hours and he's not home, sometimes we would even done this together. We will give our kids some food. We will turn on some screens for them. By the way, I know it sounds like my kids watch a lot of screens. They don't, I promise. Um, I just use it in times that I need it. I try to avoid having them watch screens until I actually need them for my own mental sanity. But sometimes I will turn on screens for them while they eat dinner because then they're just sitting there nice and quiet. And I will grab my food and I will go eat on the porch outside with my husband or by myself if he's not home. And just literally, just in Florida, it's actually nice most of the year, except summer, it's super hot. But you just look at the trees, listen to the wind, listen to the birds, or just sit there in silence. I don't know where you live, but maybe that is something that you can do, okay? Number seven, set a 15-minute timer, 10, 15 minutes, and clean an area of your house that is small but really annoys you and that is cluttered. One of them could be like your nightstand or your junk drawer. Um, those are some like easy ones or your, you know, bathroom drawer. Um, those are some easy ones that you can do some. They're not a big space, but when you clean it up, it's going to make you feel so much better. Or like a sock drawer or underwear drawer. Um, something you use every day, but, or like bathroom counter. Just clean up throw away stuff that's expired or you're not using or just put things away and where they belong because sometimes we leave things out and just declutter and make it look neat and tidy, you're going to feel better, okay? Number eight, get together with a friend who you trust and open up about life, your struggles, or just get together and have fun and just go out to dinner or go on a walk or um, just hang out with a friend. You know, as moms, I feel like we don't really do that as we just kind of lose ourselves and we just kind of let go of friendships. We do everything for our kids, but not for ourselves. And listen, I moved across the country and moved here barely knowing anybody. I make the intention of actually reaching out to people and be like, hey, do you want to get together? I literally am getting to getting together with somebody I recently met and I'm getting together with her this week and we're just going to grab a smoothie and we're going to walk around the park. I said, Hey, I'm new in town. I know you live in this area. I've, you know, chatted with you at this event for a minute. Would you like to grab, uh, you know, some coffee or something and just walk around in the evening? Now it's nice here in Florida. You could go somewhere else with a friend, um, wherever you live, but get together something that's going to be life-giving and fill you up, fill your soul. And guess what? Sometimes you're the one that needs to initiate it. And if one friend says no, go to the next one. I know that when I lived in Minnesota, sometimes I just had evenings where I'm just like, I'm in a funk and everything just feels blah. And I would reach out to a few of my girlfriends. I'm like, Hey, are you busy tonight? Do you want to go grab something to eat? I'll ask my husband for help and I'll ask him to be home with the kids. And then I would reach out to a friend and be like, Hey, do you want to go grab some coffee or just go get some appetizers, you know, after nine o'clock and just hang out. And that would be so life giving for me, even if we didn't really share our struggles, but to just hang out with a friend that is safe and 
someone that you could just have a good time with. And if you don't have a friend like that, my friend, pray for God to provide a friend like that because we all need friends like that in our life. Number nine, meditation. You can do guided meditation. By the way, did you know that I can send you my free guided meditation? In the show notes, there's a link over there that says support the show. You can choose to be a monthly supporter of the show if you don't have the means to or don't want to invest into my coaching or you don't need it, um, but you really enjoy my content. Guess what? You can support my show by uh, like three I think five, eight, or ten dollars a month. And as a thank you, I will send you my guided meditation that you get for free. Um, it's a peaceful and calm meditation for moms. It's uh, less than 10 minutes, and you just listen to it and you follow the guided um, instructions on it, and it's gonna calm your nervous system, calm your mind and body, and that will lower your stress response. Okay. And number 10 is laugh. Here's the thing, kids like to laugh and their laughter can be super contagious, especially if it's like deep laughter. The other day we had family dinner and um, my boys were telling my one-year-old to do something and she was, you know, mimicking them. And then it's funny because one-year-olds can't do things the way like, I don't know, five-year-old could. And they were just laughing and cracking up. And then it was so contagious. We all started laughing at the dinner table and maybe watch something funny on YouTube. America's Funniest Home Videos. Or I used to uh, watch this channel years ago. Um, Their recent videos are not so funny, but the ones like from long ago, super funny. It's called Just for Laughs, this channel. And it's like they do random stuff to strangers and they videotape it and they want to see their reaction. And it is so freaking hilarious. I remember one of my favorite ones is like when people are crossing the street, like at a stoplight, when you're walking across the street, there's these four men that would get out of the car and they would not say anything. They would pick up a stranger, all four of them, and they would just pick them up and carry them back across the street, set them down, not say a single word and walk away and get back into the van. And then again, (laughs) that person would be so confused. They're like, what the heck just happened? And then they, and they would try to cross the street again. And these men would get out of the van again. All four of them come up to him, grab him under the arms and under the knees. And they would just pick him up, carry him back across the street, set him back over there and just walk away and get back into the van. It is so hilarious. And so it is just so, so, so funny. I, maybe I'll see if I can link that video in the show notes. Absolutely funny. And it would just like crack you up. Anyways, here's some ways that you can lower your stress today. I'm going to go through them again. Ask for help. Say no to commitments that drain you. Number three, go to bed earlier and get sleep. Number four, journal and brain dump. Number five, go on a walk and move your body outside. Number six, eat some nutritious foods. Number seven, set a 15-minute timer and declutter an area of your life, um, of your house, (laughs) not life, house that is going to... like you use all the time, but it's not a super big area. Okay. Number, um, eight, get together with a friend who you trust and open up about life or just have a great time. Okay. Number nine, meditate and number 10, 
laugh. So these are all great things you can start doing today, implementing to lower your stress. By the way, my friend, the biggest way to lower your stress is to make space in your schedule, to have white space in your day, to actually do this. If you're overbooked and stretched too thin, you have to say no to certain things. All right. You absolutely have to. All right, friend, before we close the episode, I want to remind you again that the flash sale ends April 10th. And if you want to become less overwhelmed and less stressed and proactively support yourself to show up as a calm, present, and patient mom, this course is for you. So the link is in the show notes. Go run, sign up. I can't wait to support you that way. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.